When was the last time you had a truly special meal? Maybe you left the table feeling changed or uplifted or fulfilled or unexpectedly contented in the depths of your soul. You came burdened perhaps, but you left lighter, at least emotionally and spiritually, if not physically. Your soul was filled, not just your stomach. We need more of those kinds of sacred meals. And in an age of drive through dinners and kind of lunch on the run, I think we're in danger of losing this thing called the sacred meal. Hello, Sheridan Voisey here. This is a micro edition of the More Than This podcast. I was asked by the producers of Radio 2's Pause for Thought segment recently to talk about this whole idea of festive foods. It was the season of Eid, which is the breaking of the fast for the Muslim month of Ramadan. Eid is the big kind of feast. And so we were talking about festive foods in general. Got me thinking about sacred meals. And it got me thinking that really they only include a few key ingredients. We just need to add those ingredients to our everyday meals and maybe they too can become sacred meals. Have you had a sacred meal? I'd love to know the story at SheridanVoisey.com. I like to be in context yeah. instead of out of context. But yeah. what, what is our new theme for Pause for Thought this week? It is festive foods. Ah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's going to be a you know, very uh, flavoursome kind of week yes. ahead. And of course, it's really bouncing off this idea that Muslims around the UK and the world, both today and yesterday as well, are celebrating Eid al-Fitr, the breaking of Ramadan. After a month of fasting, it's time to feast. After the serious business of prayer and discipline, it's time to celebrate with family, friends and festivities food, hence our Pause for Thought theme this week. I think festivals like Eid can teach us something, whatever our faith or lack of faith. Notice how much uh, food plays an important role in all the world's religious celebrations, whether it be Eid or Hanukkah or Christmas dinner even. Notice too how much of our happiest memories often revolve around food. You think about your birthdays and your wedding day and maybe just a picnic with friends always has a meal in its centre. In an age of uh, drive through dinners and lunches on the run, I wonder if we're losing something here. Meals can be sacred things, and it only probably takes a few key ingredients to lift them out of the ordinary. Flavour, I think, is one of those ingredients. Look at the Eid dishes that will be served today. Lamb kormas and beef biryanis and stuffed dates and baklavas. Potato latka and apple kugel comes out at Hanukkah and every Christmas I get one of my favourite festival foods, Christmas chocolate. Not particularly imaginatively named, but it's <laughs> wonderful. My wife makes it from dark chocolate, kofa, cashews, coconut and glacé cherries. It is a transcendent experience indeed. Festive foods should be rich. They should be sensuous. I think care is another ingredient as well. Festive food is made with love and attention, and this love and attention honours the eater. My friend Roxanne knows something about this. She adopted her son from rural Uganda, and last summer they went back and returned to the village to, to see the son's grandma. And though this village is desperately poor, no electricity, no running water, the locals welcomed Roxanne and her son with a feast they had spent two whole days preparing. Chicken and vegetables had never tasted so sacred. You know, plants get their nutrients without the enjoyment of taste. Animals fight over food rather than share it. And I really believe the pleasure that we get from food, both making it and sharing it around, is a divine gift. And I even, if you can believe this, I even think that God can show up at our meals. One day, two Christians were setting out for a village called Emmaus, and as they walked, a stranger came up beside them. They didn't recognise his face, but his words made their hearts pound. Only when they reached Emmaus and invited him in for a meal did they realise the stranger had been Jesus. So, 
When a depressed girl finds strength as she lunches with a friend, or a couple share advice that saves their dinner guest's marriage, or a father finds a reason to live after munching cereal with his daughter, all of which have happened, I believe a third person has joined that table. I believe God is there. Flavour, care, holy encounter. Here is to more sacred meals that make our hearts pound.